to the cubicle uh, with me last Haruna live on Ghana Talks Radio uh, it's 33 minutes past 2 p.m. And as we do at this time, we come your way with another edition of the Cubicle live on Ghana Talks Radio, uh, where we are. We discuss the issues that are relevant uh, to the, the development of the young person and their contribution to the development of the country. We are live on, on Facebook and YouTube at Ghana Talks Radio. I want to welcome you yet again uh, another edition of the Chemical. If you are tuning from wherever across the globe, Welcome to the Kiviko with me, Lance Haruna. Uh, today we have a very, very controversial issue that we're throwing some highlights on. Uh, in fact, there are two. But for me, one hits home uh, than the other one, or more than the other one. Meanwhile, they are all of equal importance. That is that President Akufado has approved the new taxes that were what that were passed by Parliament just recently. That means that these laws or uh, these taxes are now incorporated in the laws of Ghana. 
taxes will be enforced to the letter. What do these taxes mean to the individual and for business owners? So we feel in our as we are the we are hoping say that one day things go better. And second, they'll be looking at Ghana School, Ghana Senior High School, far away in Tamale. Earlier this weekend, a video, a viral video about students sleeping in a toilet facility was posted online by a journalist. That particular video has what garnered a lot of reactions Brother, from social media, like from the headmaster, from the district education director and Tamale, yeah. the regional minister of the northern region of Ghana, as well as the Ghana Education Service. Now look at all these reactions yeah, yeah, yeah. and give some insights into what we think is about or this, what we think this issue is all about. The latest is that the headmaster has been asked to step aside by the GES for investigations to go on into that particular word, uh, video. Meanwhile, the regional minister. I'll dismiss that there were that particular report as what well, misinformation. The paper, I want to build house for my mouth. I didn't believe in my hustle, but man, they pray to my mouth. Say, I go get money to build house. Look at all that Thanks. and see what we say. What we're trying to what, put this, the students in perspective. As we are because as all parties are having their take at this particular report or video. Those who suffer directly, or those who are the what the object of this particular story, are the students. So you see what this means to the students. In general, what this means for education in Ghana. So stick and stay with me. My name is Lansa Haruna. Okay, we're taking a very short break. When I come back, we look at the taxes, then we run straight into the Ghana school story, which I say hit very close to home. As I, in more than one way associated with Ghana senior high school. So I think you can stay with me right back after the short break. Yeah. Welcome right back on to the cubicle with me, Lansa Haruna. As I said before the break, we're looking at two issues, two very, very important issues. Uh, one is the what? One is the is the taxes, and then the other one is Ghana Senior High School 
so we all are aware. I'm just trying to get a story on the taxes. Then we'll try and put some, what do you call it, some uh, introspection on it. You are still live on Ghana Talk Studio with me, Lansa Haruna. Uh, this is the cubicle. So, just as we are all aware, Ghana is on its way to what? Uh, to secure a $3 billion what, IMF deal. Uh, reports in the front pages today indicated that the Western world are what, praising Ghana's efforts or the government of Ghana's efforts in what? In implementing the domestic debt exchange program, which was a key factor, or which is a key factor in the in the passage, or in the uh, the the confirmation or the passing of that particular bill. So that's to the government is kudos to the government. But before we run our <laughs> run more praises to the government, we are all aware of the impact of this particular of this particular debt exchange program. And even the potential, the potential of the IMF deal, which is going to be coming on hopefully within this year or just before, hopefully in June or before June. But that's another thing for us to discuss. So, and as part of that, there were there were there were calls on the government to uh, to to do some domestic revenue mobilization, and uh, one of those systems or ways was to uh, to pass some uh, some new taxes or some taxes or increase some taxes these ones were passed by parliament and then the report right now is that his excellency another than kwakofado the president of the republic of ghana has assented to those taxes we'll get a short uh, to you the the, the raw report to you then we'll provide insight as to what but like i said we are still live on the cubicle we are still live on the cubicle with Milan Saharuna. Let's get a report and then we'll come back with more. Let's get a report and then, as you already know, we'll get you the report and then we'll get the insight to it shortly. So President Adonakwakufado has assented into law three new taxes passed by Parliament in March 2023. As I said, these taxes were part of what, what the, condi the conditionalities attached to what uh, securing an IMF deal. Uh, this was confirmed by Information Minister Koju Opon Nkrumah in an interview. Parliament on Friday 31st March passed the Excise Duty Amendment Bill 2022, the Growth and Sustainability Levy Bill 2022, the Ghana Revenue Authority Bill 2023 and the Income Tax Amendment Bill 2022. So these are four bills. I learned three of them are brand new or they have upgrades on them. But it's basically is that there are new taxes or the increment in the taxes that we have already been paying as citizens or and as corporate bodies in Ghana. This particular taxes, a lot of business owners, uh, Ghana Labor Association, a lot of people have reacted after. And the big question was that why are you reacting 
<laughs> after the bill has been passed by parliament. Meanwhile, when the bill was being read in Rashtrup parliament, you were not saying a lot. You were just mute. We all know the minority cannot, uh, uh, what do you call the minority cannot stop the passing because of the numbers. Obviously, they came out to vote in all out against the, the new or the new bills, but they cannot they cannot stop it, especially with that one number deficit that they have in parliament. So, a lot of reaction. So, from this, what then the report continues from there. There will be the necessary transmitters before the Ghana Revenue Authority can what commence implementation. The financial bill seeks to raise about four billion Ghana cities annually as part of domestic revenue mobilization. Uh, the bills are also crucial to aid the government's quest to facilitate the board approval for the three billion dollar International Monetary Fund IMF program staff level agreement. The minority in parliament earlier communicated its opposition to the bills, but the bills were passed despite what an MP from the majority suffering a near fatal accident on his way to the house. So this this are uh, this like this what happened like last week or last two years, we are all aware that <laughs> the MP for Nantobos had a near fatal or had a fatal accident, but God being by his side and by God's grace, he was what? Well, but what happened? Why a lot of people shock was that he didn't go to hospital straight. He just ran right into the House of Parliament so they can pass this bill. Now, like I said, the opposition obviously voted against it, even though they um, they couldn't succeed. The bill had was passed. The argument for the bill is that it's part of what the domestic revenue or mobilization process for the government. We all know there's a debt crisis. The government is trying to balance its books. Uh, with all the extended uh, debt, debt services for the external creditors, as for the domestic creditors, the domestic debt exchange was implemented, which was successful. So at home or doing their homework, the government by this by these taxes did their homework. First of all, uh, postponing uh, debt services both locally and externally, and then passing these new tables. Now, on the part of government, do job done, everybody is happy. But we as Ghanaians, as corporate bodies or business owners in Ghana, what that means is that just on the face of it, there's going to be what? More cost in your production. There's going to be more cost in running your businesses. And that will mean that eventually it will translate into cost of living because all these costs will be direct or will pass on to the consumer. We or us as the ordinary Ghanaians, that means that the goods and services will increase increase in prices. That also means that business will not be able to save or to capital of businesses or profits of business will be slashed down. And that will mean that businesses will not be able to employ or expand. So there are lots of what? There are a lot of consequences as a result of these particular taxes or these particular taxes. But in the eyes of government, it's very, very crucial to, uh, to, uh, to secure the $3 billion IMF deal. Another thing is that, like I said, in the, in the front pages today, uh, the government was lauded by the international bodies, especially the Paris Club, for what, what they are, for sticking to these uh, policies that they have, have just counted, the DDE uh, dealing with the external creditors, which they hope by the end of this week there will be good news for Ghana or there will be good news for the government of the good news in terms of that $3 billion or reaching that staff level agreement. That's just what I want to say there. And for me, like, that means that we just brace ourselves as Ghanaians, as ordinary Ghanaians, because what we all know is that our what some in potentially there will be increase in tax in what in the in the cost of living as we are currently what battling with in this country. That's the first aspect. Now another very interesting, like I said before in the intro, that we're looking at is the Ghana school scandal. 
Now, what happened was that a, a reporter, a reporter from another station, uh, interviewed students of Ghana Senior High School. Ghana Senior High School is in Tamale, the northern regional capital, where I come from. I went to Tamale School, Tamale Senior High School, obviously the number one in the country. Our our, our junior high school, Ghana Senior, they are in this situation. But this time, in, point in time, is all about what trying to try to what you call it. Uh, put everything where it's supposed to be try to create the context of whatever the situation is relating to all parties involved so there was a report a viral video that was published online where students were reportedly were sleeping in or sleeping in very dilapidated but not even dilapidated this one was pure toilet facilities <laughs> Uh, I know. Let's just listen. Let's just listen to get the video. Let's watch the video. Let's, let's see what what was shown in the report. Then we can come back or we can continue our own commentary on it shortly. <laughs> the video that i was just talking about and this video has generated a lot of reaction bro a lot of reaction and what supposed or which is right but let's get into the facts of the issue the latest on it is that the Ghana education service says it is investigating the video uh where some students of ghana senior school were are reported are using toilet cubicles as dormitories according to the statement we'll read the statement from the gas let me read the statement right here where GS is in the no brother let's let's try it. so basically they asked the, the 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 headmaster for the school to step aside and let investigations go to what to substantiate or what uh to real to reveal the real facts or what the, what the issue was all about or it's all about the 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 what do you call it the statement of the of the GS is is on your screens right now as you can see but I'm trying to understand what a lot of people are saying. Obviously, on social media, there are lots and lots of reactions. But here's what the education, uh, the, the Ghana Education Service says: that the attention of the management of the Ghana Education Service has been drawn to a viral video being circulated on social media showing some students of Ghana Senior High School Tamale using toilet facilities or storage cubicles as dormitories. As you can see in the video, the cubicles in, in within that toilet facility were used as sleeping places by these students this is very disturbing obviously and unfortunate especially when records available to us indicate that out of 1790 vacancies declared by the school only 1467 students have enrolled 
So there's even a, what, a vacancy or space for an extra 300 students. This is what the report, uh, the statement is saying. The school is expected to have excess capacity to even house extra 300 students. It is thus unacceptable, uh, unacceptable to have students sleep in such a place. The headmaster and the senior master have been directed to step aside to allow for further investigations into the matter by the regional director of education and report back in two weeks. Management wishes to assure all our stakeholders in the general public that it will continue to ensure that the students interested in our care operate in a safe school environment. So as we see in the video, there are students in the building, there are mattresses in the building, uh, there are, are jerrycans in the building, everything that shows that these students live or sleep in the building is in the video. Now, according to the statement of the GES, the vacancy declared by the school the vacancy declared by the school was 1,790, but students enrolled in total 1,467. So obviously, there's a lot of uh, space in the school. Now, how did the students what? How did the students, or why, or how did the students even get to what uh, to go or to be in that space, in that space in the first place? The impression given by the video is that this looks like a what a formal decision of the school or of the management of the school to to allocate or to <laughs> yeah to allocate that space for students as directory. If you look at the report, if if, if you are an ordinary user of the social media, you just go online and you see a video. What comes to your mind first is that oh, why would they give or why would they let students go and sleep in a a, a, a toilet facility? You see that thing? That's the first thing that will come to her. Why would the school allow students to go and sleep in the what? In the in the in the toilet facility. That's the impression the video creates. Now, according to a statement of the GES, we are all now aware that factually there's actually a, a surplus of space for over 300 students. And this particular information has been explained by the Northern Regional Minister to me to even show that, wait, I've been there, I've gone there myself, I've looked at the place and I don't see anything that shows that students or the school has given that space to students to what? To, to sleep in. Like I said, the impression from that video is that students have been what? Have been given that particular place to sleep. And that's why a lot of people are what that's why we have a lot of outcry outcry on social media that why would we give students that place to sleep in now honorable shani adhassan Shaibu, regional minister for the northern region has come to say that this is misinformation this particular report by uh that the reporter is what is of malice and of what ill what ill intent let's listen to what he said from his own mouth. The one we come but we try and make some sense out of everything. Thank you. 
deserves. Most of them scientists have been scattered around I can see a tumor from this side. We will wait. We use. You could have reported all those things too. To if you actually wanted to do a balanced reportage. But you chose to do one-sided false statement. And if just, I don't know, maybe for out of his own expression, he decided to do that. And I would call it irresponsible uh, should be treated as such. Uh, what is true is that uh, open vocation, so that the students could keep their boxes in those cubicles. I would call them cubicles. And the Director General of Education uh, do a thorough investigation about this. Uh, I don't know the same to be pressure, but I don't think so. I don't think I'm pressure because this is my school also. Uh, the best for my school. If I had seen anything wrong with this behavior, I would have equally commented on that. Unfortunately, that hasn't been the case. The case is that this is of malice. That somebody has hatched, and I don't know for what reason that person would. But what has, I mean, gladdens my heart is that the Deputy Director General is here. I've gone down with him. We have said all that has transpired and maybe and this team would do a proper uh, report to the director general and the minister so that the appropriate uh, steps would be taken to solve this yeah so that's there that is from the original minister Nabu shani hassan who is saying that this is just what misinformation on the part of the what of the reporter now the parties involved basically are the students uh the management of the school they were the education service what we are all seeing what we are all witnessing right now for me i would say is that i i went to school at tamale senior high school I've seen the worst of conditions when it comes to students with accommodation issue. Now, in putting it in the context, Ghana Senior High School is not a small school, even though they are junior brothers, but it's not a small, small school. One thing I also know is that I understand, because I've never finished senior school, it's not even the law, it's just been recent that I've finished senior high school. So I know what students are capable of doing when they want to what to be just by themselves. Meanwhile, we must also be what be, be willing to admit that if there's a problem with the system, then we must what talk about that problem. Now this is what's happening. We have a situation where the school is not a small school. Meaning, if you go to Ghana school, if you go to Ghana senior high school, bro, the, it, there was this building that your mama built there, a very big dormitory, very big hall. And they call the jump that's the school your mama completed so it's not a, it's not like that people have just neglected that school it's a very big school even if the current vice president has ties with that school even though the current current vice president went to what tamale senior high school but ghana school is not a small school it's not a school that's sitting down and it's out of places to put their students so that one there is it's not possible i think for me that's just what i'm going to go from that's just what they think i want my take on it that 
students have a way of making a way for themselves that until you are until you go deeper to understand them you will never or you always be tempted to look at the system and fear and see a, a loophole and then step there and accuse the system of not taking care of the students and that's for me that's my position today and it's good that the gs is saying they want to investigate it yes you can investigate it but my issue is that if you want to investigate investigate something you are standing by the minister saying it's a misinformation and you are the one going to investigate it again definitely it's going to be the same report but what i'm just trying to say is that that the outcry is very much deserved that yes we must be able to point out and say no not at all in no circumstances students be allowed to be in this kind of what facility but we must pay attention to the facts also the facts revealed by the gs shows that there's a lot of space officially or formally that the school has declared that there's space for what, more than at least 300 students to what, to be what accommodated they're also doing this system where in is it in in all this this uh green green stuff and green yellow blue stuff so at every point in time there are less students on the campus than required or then they uh, then can be accommodated even if they are all present especially when they have 1070 1790 and then 1400 reporting or being enrolled and Canada school has their students and boarding students so even in that thousand four something something more than 20 or 200 of them will be what day students because it's like a community school now another issue another party here is the reporter or the reporter the one who made the report the minister has been categorical in his as for him from his inspection the minister the reporter has what deliberately what taking advantage of a situation and just exploit for his own what his own interest he said that's his duty as a reporter to report what he says in his his what his statement he says that what he actually confronted the headmaster with that particular video before going out to publish it granted that's your work bro you are supposed to do more and do more now the issue is that like i said students 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 hey there's 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 there's, there's, there's a what scenario where a a bung, a bungalow has been what allocated to a, a teacher and students will go to the bungalow before the teacher they'll go and open the bungalow and be there staying there sleeping there before the teacher even come and take official take official what, occupation of that residence it happens is it, wherever students get the opportunity to be far away from supervision far away from monitoring far away from authority they want to take advantage of that of that that opportunity So there's a need, there's a lot of there's a lot of unearthing for us to do in this particular issue. There's a lot of unearthing. I just I hope I just wish that the director of education wasn't as close with the minister, but me no protocol. The minister is the president of the of the region. So wherever he's going, the lieutenants are supposed to be there. And the GES is a part of the public, it's a it's a public what it's a public agency. But my hope is that the truth of this matter will be revealed in the sense that whatever be the writing should be done or be done we cannot afford to have students live in those what those structures a structure like that but at the same time too we must put it in the in the context context of the school which is happening where we know that ghana school is not a school that's having issues with them with, with with what with accommodation it's not a school because out 2015 when i think have even when they were changing from say three years to four years 
where the lot of students on the campus at Tamale Senior High School, the the the, the assembly hall was the one used for temporary what, the, what they call temporary residence for students, accommodation for students. And then new build, new ones were built. When I went to Tamale School, we had what we call the Eastern School, the old block, and then the, the Western School. The Eastern School was for the particular subjects or courses, and the West was for another, some other courses. There was no point where there was the, there was no accommodation for students. And the same thing about Ghana School, especially when Ghana School just got their new building recently now, the Jomama building recently, very big one. So there's a lot of unearthing and a lot of fact finding to be done in this particular situation. We, in as much as there's the duty on us to point out what is not good in the system, obviously, Ghana is not doing well in the larger context of education, especially in the senior cycle. Where free, free senior school has come to, to, uh, to create a lot of burden on the school management systems. That one there is a fact and we must point it out. But where we, are, we cannot uh, take advantage of that at every instance to create the impression of a total breakdown of the most basic and basic of necessities or requirements for the education for senior high school students, especially in that school. Just like going to OWAS and saying that OWAS don't have dormitories for the students who so are sleeping in the pig farm. That's just what that's just what the report is saying. And like you cannot imagine that. So the same way I don't think that for me, as someone who has lived there, can imagine that happening there. If you say the students went there by themselves because they want to be far away from their colleagues or they want to show that they are seniors and they want to show that okay, they want to that one there is a valid reason. Students will do that any day. That thing called cubicle. It's not a common thing in in the what in the senior high school. This is what happened in the cubicle. So when I was in the senior high school, it was only professors who were allowed to stay in cubicles. Even students, each student, we have their bank bed. So the senior for some schools, I don't know. In some schools, the senior will lie on the down, the the, the, the lower bed, or the junior lies on the upper bed. So in my school, at the time I was going to school in Tabal School, the senior was on the on the lower bed, then the junior will be on the upper bed. So the junior always had the responsibility of climbing up and, and climbing down. Every student from year one to year three, uh, if you're not a prefect, you don't you don't you don't want to stay in the cubicle. And then the cubicle came with some what additional uh, what do you call it? Some additional accessories. You had your own space. You had your own place to put your own chalk box. Your your own bed. No one will be in the cubicle with you. Sometimes you can use light to heat food, to heat water, to do what to charge your phones. You are basically the boss of the hall because you are the only one who had the what an apartment to yourself. Now here's a situation where 400 students are now in year three and only 20 of them have cubicles to stay in. There are other students who are in year three who also want to show that they are also seniors. So they, what do they do? They try and create cubicles for themselves. So sometimes students will go outside, pick whatever they can come, bring it to the to the to the dormitory to create a cubicle or. They will just take four or three beds together, put them into one small square or rectangle, and barricade themselves and say they are their cubicle. They want to show seniority. Another thing is that they want some stretch. Charlie, senior school is a wild place, so senior school is a very wild place for, for young people. So if you are Charlie, senior school, just watch your head carefully. Students who want to bring girls to the, to the dormitory, so what they do is that they go and then hire, they hire houses closer to the school. We used to call it, uh, there's, a, there's a time for it. 
there was a term for it. I don't know. Like, I've forgotten that term that we used to have it. Bunky. Bunky. Yeah. They'll go and get a bunky. And be in those bunkies. So, this this uh, boys' quarters of uh, of teacher bungalows, one was a, was one of the bunkies. Another bunkie was going to hire a place closer to the school as your own uh, private residence so you can take girls there or make use of all facilities in the school. So, like an old library. Or what is or old dining hall, which is closer to your dormitory. You go there, find a corner there, and create your own space. Even the universities, I remember in, in come on, what do we, oh, there's a corner. <laughs> there's a space in our hall where someone went there to create his own cubicle, just to be there. So students have a tendency of going the extra mile just to what create or exp or experience that kind of freedom of or or create that kind of distance between them and authority. So, like I'm saying, this situation, and that's what that's the impression also that the GES and then the regional minister are trying to create that. No, this is a student created problem for themselves. Even if it's true, then it's the students who created that problem for themselves. Because officially and formally, what we are know and aware of is that the school doesn't lack any issue with when it comes to accommodation. If you were to go far away outside Tamale, maybe far to this, the senior schools outside of Tamale or the main uh, capital, and make a report. That could be because they are struggling for in the basic infrastructure, including dormitories. But go to Tamar school or Ghana school and say they don't have dormitory and the students are sleeping in the toilet. Jelly. Why? That one there is out of coverage area. But the videos show that students students were sleeping in the hall in the in the toilet facility. So we have to investigate whether the students they themselves went there by themselves, or it was a what it was a directive of the school to allocate that space for the students and if that's the case that the, the students or the headmaster or the senior house master were aware that formally or officially students were sleeping in that place and they asked them to go and be there then they have to answer to the people of ghana because in the report one of the child was saying that he just went to hospital and he was suffering from malaria and typhoid malaria and typhoid that you get every day if you're in the toilet that one that you get every day so the health of the students are at risk and if that's a formal directive, then that one there, there's no excuse for anyone. They must be made to what to account and justify why they decide to put people's children in that particular space. But like I'm saying, students have a way of getting their way, and one of them is by going the extreme to be far away from supervision or monitoring, especially when they're in the final year of their time in the senior high school. So there's no need to rush the conclusion. They just need to take uh, what. To be to be aware of the of the possibility of the of the what do you call it of of the yeah, the reality or the realities of what can happen because the Ghana Senior High School cannot be a place where they don't have dormitory to their point. Even the the area that Ghana Senior High School is where I live and within that area, students live in houses closer to the school. Like if someone just comes and say day student is from a long place, far place from he's a day student, doesn't it get he didn't get to be a what a, a, a boarding student, he hides a, a, a room closer in just that's the area, cuckoo. So that's my area and I know that very well. And we see students like Galasco is a big school. If they have an issue with the military, then it should not be an issue where they are they, can, they don't have anywhere to go unless they toilet facility. That should not be the case. And that cannot be the case. So uh me our our wait to the to the report is coming is out from the gf uh, the ges but like i'm saying we must students must be what they must investigate and, and and get to know what or who asked them to be there and by what authority were they there it may not be surprising that if students they themselves 
were so innovative. Charlie, there's no light in the whole hall. There's no, there's no charging port in the whole dormitory for students. Students who climb into the ceilings, remove their wires, pass it down to someone's bed, under someone's bed, and create a long extension board. They put the motherboard there and be eating food to eat, cooking food, chicken, and stuff in the hall, in the dormitory. Meanwhile, the school is not even aware that there's a charging port or there's a socket in the whole dormitory. So students, <laughs> if you leave it to them, they are as enthusiastic and as determined as, as anybody in there, especially within those ages, 16 to 19. Everything they can do for themselves. So yes, it might not be the best of conditions. I remember when I went to Tamar School, my first year, we used to be uh, our, our hall, was it? No, not all. It was in the classroom. Our classroom was a very big classroom. But the way they made the classroom, they, they didn't put fans because they created a very big window. So one thing that happened was there was heat at some point. Right? You be in a classroom, there was heat on your back. Yeah, there may be lapses in those kind of ways where even some in the dormitory, there's no light and then there's no fan. You have to contribute and buy your own fan. But even in the dormitory when you didn't have fans, there was space enough for us to be there. There was space for us enough to feel as lit, as comfortable as we need to be to read our books and pass and leave there and go to the next stage. So yes, the system has a lot of loopholes. The system has a lot of problems. Free senior high school is not helping the kids in the, in the sense of funding food for students. We see the reports every day across Ghana where schools are, are threatening to be closed down because there's no food for the senior high school students. That one is a fact in a reality. But in this context, then there must be more investigation because the school that I mentioned is just like it's just like Owas or or Prempe within that space, within the northern region. So you go and say that or presec as a preside, they are giving their students pick farms to stay in actually or hand cook for them to live in. How how do you even imagine that kind of report? The same way is the same as we are supposed to imagine the report on that Ghana school. Charlie, there's a lot to this thing, and the students must be what interrogated, and the reporter too must be what to be able to what to come forward and show that okay, bro, it wasn't out of malice. This was real, and I was feeling concerned about the health of the students, and we were what will push that voice as far as possible, so that the right things can be done for the students. Because no matter what, student, the lives of students cannot be at risk, could not, could not be put at that, at that kind of risk. The health of students cannot be put at that kind of risk. This is not the first time. There are times where there is food poisoning in schools, senior high schools. Students have had to die needlessly because of the, what uh, uh, negligence by school authorities. So there's a need for us to call a speed experience and say, bro, if that's the formal directive, if that's the official directive, then master, no, no, that's not good. And also, if you are aware of it and you're not acting, then that one to you is not, that one to you must account for, if you have to lose a position, you lose it. But before that, let's all be what? Second spread, no, 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 Charlie. Can I school your mama and co all day there? Every year, your mama goes there for old school reunions and stuff. But me and co are still spending money there, so there's money in the school. The school has a lot of big men, <laughs> the school has a lot of big men. We cannot sit down and see the school, uh, be so like that just because there was a report from a robot the reporter saying that students are sleeping in the entire facility. <laughs> this is where I put the chemical to a close. <laughs> my name was Lata Lawrence. I've been tomorrow at 2 30 p.m. We come away with another edition of the Keep Go. Stick and stay, enjoy our shows. Follow us at Ganatos Radio and catch up on all our shows on www.ganatosradio.com. Until tomorrow, enjoy stay. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ecstatic ah. made it. Yeah. Nobody feeling that way I'm feeling tonight. Yeah. And I have the hope that.
just mark up like Undertaker When the things go harder We go stronger than no matter Yeah, oh, we go smack up Undertaker Jaleo